Okay. Good morning, Rabbi Good morning, good morning. Today, busy day. We have five sponsors. First, today is 32 days in Oimayim. Shnai Mushleishim Yoim Shem Arbo Shvois Varbo Oyomim Boimer. Loimer. Tonight is like Boimer. Somebody wrote to me. I didn't print out his email. He can't wait for Eli Stefanski to come back. I got too old. Again, Samaisa. Today's shear is sponsored by Hashem tomorrow. I don't know if before shear, after shear, it's going to happen. There's also a really old, old version of me coming out soon. Sponsored by Menachem Ash in honor of his wife's birthday today. Happy birthday, Menachem Ash's wife. Oh, you see, it's catching on the birthday thing. So, special place for the birthdays right over here. If I can reach it. All right. All these guys. L'zeichen Nishmas Peramalko Bas Yishaya, whose yard set is today. You notice somebody's somebody's uh, mute is off. I don't know why. Is that me? I hear some uh, feedback. It looks like everybody's muted besides one person. Oh, better. Not good. Uh huh. So you're gonna have to leave. You're gonna have to come visit me, Gary. I don't know if you notice. Every single day we say lezeicha nishmas. The person. It doesn't matter if it's a woman. Peramalka bas Yeshaya, the father. When it comes to refuah, we say bas the mother. Why is that? Today we're going to learn a little bit about it. Rabbi Yisrael ben Rabdoiv Farkovich on his 26th yard site. I still hear feedback, Gary. 26th yard site. So yesterday we, we, uh, we read an email from uh, Dov Farkovich. Maybe we'll go over a little bit, not the whole thing. For the complete refuah shleima of Yitzchak Nachum ben Ita from Norman Rosenfield. Complete refuah shleima. And this is yesterday's I mean, it's today's, but we did it yesterday. He got a double yard site. Our mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother, Slava Basri Bichil, the Sherman family from Kew Gardens Hills. Is it Kew Gardens Hills or Kew Garden Hills? I don't know. He wrote it with an S over here. Fine. It's officially Kew Gardens Hills. It is? He knew what he was doing. I, I read what they tell me to read. I don't have any... Good to Morgan. Let's see a couple of emails. What time is it? Oh, we don't have time for a whole bunch. By the way, we have very good news. We once davened for Robert Links' Schwer, who was in the hospital for many, many weeks on a respirator. So Baruch Hashem, he's off the respirator. It's a big nace. Um, and this is from yesterday's email, but I just want to read it again. I would like to dedicate this year on the day of my father, uh, uh, to my father's memory. I just wanted to verbalize my to you and the Chabura for having a positive influence on my life. Sincerely, Avram Meir Farkowitz, Far Rockaway, New York. He wrote it like that. New, N-O-O-Y-A-W-K, New York, the Heim. Dear Yosef, this is uh, from another sponsor today. Please also thank Rabbi Stefanski for his wonderful Daf Yomi classes and 8-Minute Daf. I'm having the study alone for most of the Daf now. And Rabbi Stefanski's explanations are incredibly helpful. 
We also love the article about him in Mishpacha Magazine. Robert Siegel, Koltov, Robert Siegel, Mishpacha Magazine, Ayn Shom, January 1st around. I love this email, this is Geshmak. Name, Moshe Apter. Dear Eli, I'd like to express my gratitude to you for your amazing shiurim. Rebbe, you're a special man, a true tzaddik. I love your sense of humor. It adds so much to your shiurim. I really enjoy telling my family all the interesting stories and jokes I hear from you. I wake every day at midnight to be able to take part of your live shir. When you find out who this person is, you'll see what a hush of a thing this is. He wakes up every day at midnight, goes to sleep, and then wakes up to listen to the shir. Your enthusiasm gives me chizuk to continue. How old is this person writing here? It's written like a 45-year-old. Your enthusiasm gives me chizuk to continue. I was really inspired by the story of Noam Fix, how he learned the daf after 48 hours of not sleeping. I started with... I started Masechtas Shabbos with your full shear and eight-minute daf and caught up with Masechtas Brachas with your full shear and eight-minute daf. This guy is mamish, he's a machine. Baruch Hashem, this Shabbos I was zoicha to be Messiah Masechtas Brachas thanks to you. Sincerely, your Talmud, Moshe, after Montreal, 13 years old. 13-year-old kid. Unbelievable. He was Messiah Masechtas Brachas and he gets up. This is this is amazing. I didn't the first time I read it. I think I kind of skipped over this. He gets up every single night at twelve o'clock. I mean, not to go to sleep and stay up. That's okay. But to go to sleep and wake up a few hours later for a shear. I don't remember such a thing. But I met. This is uh, an amazing, amazing thing. I think Noam Fix would be very proud of you, Moish Apter. Is Moish Apter that kid with the curly payas? For, it is. Ellie Dykman saying it is. Okay, so I know Moish Apter. He's from Montreal. Beautiful. Ah, I didn't have what a chosh of a kid he is. I'd like to know where I can get your tchelas. I can get tchelas. Where can I get your charts? So charts are on the app. Tchelas, we don't sell tchelas, unfortunately. All right, let's go. Um, Tomer, says, Tomer says he's online. He's online right now. Moshe after, unbelievable. Kolak avod. You're doing amazing. I suppose he's a Hasidish kid from Montreal. He, he should be our representative from Montreal. Um, fine, we gotta go. We gotta start here. Today is Daf Samach Vov. We're starting by a Mishnah, beautiful Mamish, where we need to be today. Let's hope it continues like this. Brand new Mishnah, brand new Mesechta. Hakiteya Yoitzebekavshaloi. Unfortunately, there's a person who's an amputee, and he has his Seth Hellman, everybody. If you look, Seth Hellman, I read his email, he's in the attic in New Hampshire somewhere with a, a fan. You can tell that it's in America, because only in America you have that, those kind of attics. So a person who's an amputee could go out with his prosthetic leg. Why? Because that's his shoe. Divri Rebbe Mayer, you can go out with the shoe. Now, we have to understand that what is this thing exactly? What does it accomplish? So unlike today, I see people, I don't know how it works today, but I'm sure they have this as well. Some of them are for aesthetic purposes all only, and that's what we're discussing here. It's not helping him to walk at all. 
It's just that people shouldn't think he's missing a leg. Okay? It just very so happens to be that yesterday somebody sent me a beautiful video that they've done for this Lubavitcher kid. I don't know what happened. I don't know his story, but it, it seemed like he didn't have his legs and it looked like he was burnt. He was a burn victim and they made him a beautiful bar mitzvah, Morchem and David and, and uh, private jets and helicopters and, and singing and uh, Avram Fried. It was crazy stuff. But Kitea. So, he could go out. Dear mayor. So we have to remember, what does Remeir say? Mutter, mutter, mutter. This is going to be discussion in the Gemara. Does Remeir say Asr or does Remeir say Mutter? Comes out of the Maskana like we read it now. Remeir says, this is considered his shoe. Okay. Rabbi Yossi, Oyser. Rabbi Yossi says, no, you're not allowed to go out with the shoe. Why? Because it's not a shoe. A shoe is made out of leather, not out of wood. This is made out of wood. Now, a very interesting thesis over here on the bottom of the Samachim base. What about a crutch? If somebody has a crutch, this is the only way he, he can walk. Th- these are his legs. Says Taisvez, it's different because we're not discussing a leg. This is not for walking purposes. This is for aesthetic purposes. And it's not a shoe. Says Riyaz, it's also. But Taisvez says that a crutch, that that's how he walks, it's mutter. You're allowed to walk out if that's how a person walks. There's only ways with a crutch. A crutch is okay. And if it has... Now, when it comes to wood, there's a concept called pshute kliates. A simple piece of wood, a straight piece of wood, is not mekabal tumah. If it has an indentation to accept something, a base kibal that, that is designed and was designed to carry something, then it's mekabal tumah. Now, this prosthetic leg is not designed to carry anything. It's designed that the stump fits in, but it's not to carry. So therefore, it's not makabal toma. Again, from Yoni. So if it has, right over here, a place to hold the cushion, so it is to hold the cushion, Emimela, it's Mikabal Tuma, because now it's a Kli that's designed to hold something called Kisisin, the soft material that he puts in there. Then it's Tomei. What's the difference whether it's designed to hold? Because that's, that's the only, you cannot, you can't. You, if, it, if it holds a stump, then, it, then it's a base people to be able to hold something. I could put a stump in or I could put ice in and make it an ice holder. No, because it's not holding a stump. It's not holding a stump. The stump will, is attached to his body. It's not holding up a stump. It's attaching to his body through a stump. Over here, you're holding something. If I take this cup and I fill it up with water, then the cup is holding water. If I take this cup and put it on the bottom of my leg, it's not holding my leg. It's, it's on my leg. It's not holding my leg. My leg is, being, is, is there, it's dangling without this cup, without this, the opposite. My leg is holding it. I hear, think about it. So, Mela, okay. Smoicha Shalai, Tmein Medras. So it goes like this. Beautiful picture from Yoni. 
You see this guy? He has to crawl, basically. So these guys on the bottom, they go, they're not shoes. Now, there's a Mishnah Mechayers that tells us you cannot go into the Beis HaMikdosh with shoes. This is not a shoe. This goes on his leg, whatever remains of his leg, and it, 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 it's designed to uh, protect the skin on his knee and everything. So, what's Tumas Medrus? Tumas Medrus is when you have a Zav, a Zava, a Nida, these kind of Tmeim, when they sit on something that's designed to sit on, like a couch, and we had the other week, we had the pail. He flipped over a pail and he wanted to sit on it. We said, that does not become Tomei Tumas Medrus because we tell him, what are you doing on a pail? I need to do sponge, I need to mop my floor, get off the pail. So it has to be designed to carry weight. It has to be designed to carry weight, like a chair. So therefore, that kind of thing is Mikabal Tumas Medrus. So when the Zav sits on it, stands on it, puts his weight on it, Medrus, becomes Tomei Tumas Medrus. It's not touching it, it's being on top of it. Even if there's layers in between him, Tomei Tumas Medrus. Ve'en bahem b'shabes. So, I'm sorry. Ve'yoytzim bahem b'shabes. You can go out with it on Shabbos, it's strapped tightly. You see, he shows two straps. It's not falling off, it's not going anywhere. Ve'nechnosim bahem ba'azara. Now, it's not at the end of his foot, it's on his knee, on his shin. Not a problem to go into the Azar with it. It's not, it doesn't constitute a shoot. Kisei b'smoichoi shaloi. Tmei medris. What's that? So, over here we have to pay attention a little bit. Old-fashioned wheelchair. So he has a cheer. I don't know if you could see over here. This gray thing is the cheer. He sits on it. On the back, he has a wooden peg. But look what he has in the front. This is the important part. I put it in red because it's hard to differentiate. These are the stubs of his, whatever is remaining from his feet. These red guys. These are caps that go and cover his feet. So what are these? These are shoes, basically. These two guys are shoes. These two red things are shoes. Yeah? Understood? That's very important. Because they are in a place and they're designed like a shoe, they go over his stump, so memela they have a halach of a shoe. And if they have a halach of a shoe, you cannot walk into the Beis Hamikdash with it. Kisei usmoichay referring to those red things that are on his leg, tmeim medris. They are Tomei Tumas Medris. Ben Yoytzim Ben B'Shabos. You cannot go out with them on Shabbos. Why? Because they could fall off. They're just a small thing they could fall off. And therefore you can't go into Beis Hamidosh with them. Who's knocking on the door? Is that Gary? Who's that? Hold on a second. No, what's going on? Something's going on. 
This is a mask that scares people. I want to start off the share with it. But listen, we're mature people over here. We don't we don't do these kind of things. Wow, that's terrible. I bought this mask off a off a off a set, and look what I did to it. Hashem Yirachem. It's a chashav mask. It was chashav until it just ripped here. Look at that. Anyways, this is good stuff, Rabbi Sai. This is the best, the best of the best. It it was a good one. It was a good one. We're gonna have to let whatever let other people use it now. I go back to Hollywood. Look, Timon. I had a Rebbe in, uh, in Darchi Torah, in Farakway, in but this is pre-1A, we're not in pre-1A. Every single day, he would come in with a new mask. Every single day. Rabbi Pilchik, I think his name was. You guys, you ever heard of him? Eli Dijkman, I gotta put this on. Rabbi Pilchik, I think he's also stolen. Every day with a new mask. So listen, it's not, it's not Purim, but it's Erev Lag Boimer. It has a, has a certain... Okay, look them in, says Rashi, these are masks that are designed to scare people. Two other pshatim we'll see today in the Gemara, what they are. Says the Mishnah, It's not a kli, it's not a tachshit. So you don't go out with it on Shabbos. Omele Rabbele Rav Nachman, Zogdi Gemara, Heichitnan. Now this is the style of Gemara, Seth, you see what's going on here? If you never learned Gemara before, you're new to the Gemara, show me one book in the world that talks like this. Heichitnan. How does it say it? Say what? What are you talking about? So, you look in Rashi maybe, you figure it out. But basically, or if you don't understand Pshad, you can go on a couple of lines, you see from the answer, but you have to go, literally, you have to go five lines to understand what's going on here. But basically, the Gemara wants to know, is it Rabbi Meir that said that this prosthetic leg is mutter and Rabbi Yossi said it's aser, or it's vice versa? So it says it in two words. Hey, Chitnan, how, do, how did you read it? So he tells him, I don't know. Rav Nachman is Rav's Rebbe, right? I don't know. He tells Rav, I don't know. But okay, so you don't know who said what, but just tell me what the halach is. Can, a, can an amputee go out with this? I don't know. Itmar Shmuel. So Shmuel says, Einakiteya. Also, very cryptic. Well, Einakiteya. No, no amputee. What do you mean no amputee? In other words, it's Rebbe Meir that said no. Not like we have in our Mishnah. We have in our Mishnah, Rebbe Meir says it's Mutter. Rebbe Yossi says it's Aser. He reads it, Omer Shmuel, Einakiteya. It's Rebbe Meir. You have to stick in the word Rebbe Meir. You have to understand by yourself what's going on here. V'chein Omer Rav Huno, Einakiteya. Fine. Am I? I'm okay. Where's my uh, makeup guy? Say that. Yeah, it looks okay. Omer Rav Yosef, Hoyel Vomer Shmuel Einakiteya, Vomer Rav Huna Einakiteya. So we have two people. We have Rav Huna 
and we have Shmuel that both say the opposite of our Mishnah. We have to flip the, ten, the Tanoim around. It's Rameir says that you cannot go out with a prosthetic leg. Why? Because it's not considered a shoe. Rameir says it is considered a shoe. So therefore, Omer Av Yosef, Hayav Amr Shmuel Enakitev, Omer Avuna Enakitev, Ananami Nisni Enakitev. So we are also going to read the Mishnah like them. Maskev Rava Bar Shiro, the Masilar, you didn't hear what, you, you missed the, you, you forgot, the, you didn't, nobody told you about this. The Masilar of Chonon Barava, Rav Chonon Barava, Lechir Barav, told Chibarav, Kamei Rav, in front of Rav, Bikitoina, I don't know if it's a Lashon of Ketana, like a, like a camp, like a small place, it's a small, it means a small room, or maybe Katan, small, Kitoina, the Bey Rav, in front of Rav, he had a small room over there. In other words, Rav is under the impression that it's Remeir that says you cannot go out with the prosthetic. No, it's not Rav. The, 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 these people were saying it in front of Rav. And Rav said, I don't know how he showed him. He couldn't talk. He was in the middle of something. And he said, he went like this. No, the opposite. Like this. Oh, the opposite. It's Rabbi Meir who says Aser, uh, that says Mutter, and it's Rabbi Yossi that says Aser, like in our Mishnah. It's Mutter, Rabbi Yossi Yossi. Omer Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak, V'simonel Samach Samach. How do you remember this? Rabbi Yossi that has a Samach in his name, says Asur that has a Samach in that word. Samach Samach, Rabbi Yossi says Aser, and Rabbi Meir that doesn't have a Samach says Mutter. By the way, Shmuel, who says that Remeir says it's Asur, he took it back, he retracted it, it's none. Right? A woman who's a Yavama, her husband died without having any children, so the halacha is that she becomes the husband's brother's wife, right? A Yavama. Now, if they don't want to get married, so they have to do something called Chalitza. She has to remove his shoe and spit. But what's a shoe? So we have to understand what a shoe is. Let's say he was wearing somebody else's shoe. A couple sizes too big, too small. Not a shoe. It was made out of wood. Oh. So that's what we, we're, we're trying to get to this halacha. This kiteya is walking with a wooden leg. Is a wooden shoe a shoe? Over here it says it's a shoe. What if he was wearing the left shoe on the right foot? It's a good chalitza. That's how she goes out. She, she, she's not married to this guy. I keep on saying, I don't know if Aaron Shields is online. Is he online? I don't know. He's usually here. But Aaron Shields' uncle was a Yavam. He had to do chalitza. He is, unfortunately, his his uncle's brother was nifter at the age of 21 or something, and he just got married. So that woman felt him. Now we don't do Yibam today, so you have to do Chalitza. So it says Mefurish, Omar Shmuel, Shmuel says, who holds that this wooden shoe is considered a shoe? You know those shoes, those clogs made out of wood? It's a shoe, it's Remeir. And what's his big proof? Our Mishnah. 
Shmuel himself is quoting Remeir as saying that it's mutter to walk out with a wooden leg. In other words, a wooden shoe is a shoe. Rabbi Yosi Okay, so that's one of the two people. We had Shmuel and Rav Huna. So Shmuel retracted it. Rav Huna Now you're wondering how could the Mishnah says so simple. Because everybody retracted it. Everybody's of the opinion that Remeir holds that a wooden leg is considered a shoe and it's mutter. The guys that plaster, now plaster is a very, uh, what's the word, it's a very uh, hard material, it could burn, right? That's how uh, you remove here, it's um, very potent. So you want to protect your shoes, you have beautiful shoes, you put on like a, um, another shoe over it made out of straw, it's called sandal shal sayodim. Now is straw considered a shoe? Is that the right material? We're talking about leather versus wood. What's straw? So it says Tomei Medrus. It is considered a shoe and it becomes Tomei Medrus if a Zof stands on it, walks on it, it becomes Medrus. And you can perform Chalitza with it. And you go out with it on Shabbos. Because it's considered a shoe. And nobody admitted to him. But they did admit to him. In other words, it says here in Mefurish, Rav Huna, again, Rav Huna, who said all along that Remeir holds that a wooden shoe is not a shoe, he's saying that Rebbe Kiva has Remeir to be Simechan. Remeir says it is a shoe. So Rav Huna retracted. And who doesn't admit to Rebbe Kiva? Rebbe Yaisi. Rav Huna puts it in line exactly like it says in our Mishnah. There's another Tana, this Nan, according to the Gra, the, the, the Girsa here is Machtzeles Shalkash, it's a mat made out of straw, so you sleep on it, and when you sleep on something, what is that called? Medrus, you can either sit on it, sleep on it, it becomes Tumas Medrus. Vishwe Feres. Shalkanim, again, his girl is here, kash, shifer kash. In other words, a basket made out of straw. One of the pshatim, Taisus says over here, very interesting. What was the eight hadas? We go through this all the time. Well, what did other Mauritian eat? So the, the Americans in America think it's an apple. But that we saw was not any of the, I don't think it was any of the shitas. But one of the big shitas in the Gemara was wheat. What is wheat? Wheat is straw. And it's called Eitz Hadas, the tree of Das. In other words, I could call a piece of wheat a tree. So straw has a halacha, says Taisvis, of wood. And therefore, it's particularly Eitz, or not. I made a basket out of it, so it's a kli. And therefore, Rebbe Kivim Atama, Benuri, Mitar. And Rebbe Yechonu says, no. That's not, that's not the, Yoel, what do you have behind you? What is going on there? What's behind you, Yoel Bergman? That's what I look like without a yarmulke. Shem Yerachim. Omar. Sandal Shusayodim, Tomei Medris. So we just mentioned a second ago, that if you're a plaster. And you wear, you know, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, they used to have it a lot, those rubber boots, that you, those little booties you put over your shoe to protect it from the snow. Something like that, so they didn't have the rubber, so they used 
straw, galaches, whatever they're called, yes. Right, the, the stuff your mother used to force you to put on in the, with the plastic bag, whatever. But you have the altar, the guys that always come with the galaches, even when it's not raining, and they wear it throughout davening, you know those guys. So, sandal shasayodim tome medris. But if you put it, if it's made out of straw, it's makabal tumah. It's a plastic something, it's like a plastic bag you put over your shoe for five minutes so, so that the plaster doesn't get on your shoe. But you're not walking with it, it doesn't make sense to walk with it if you, it's, not, it's going to be destroyed in ten minutes. Yes, in fact, they do walk home a little bit. They will walk, they won't bother taking it off. When they get home, they take it off. So it is meant to walk, and therefore it has a halach of a shoe, mikabal tumma. So we're talking about this guy right over here. If the, the bottom part has the base kibble for the soft material, Meaning, it's Tomei all Tumas, even Sharetz. We're talking about Tumas Meis here. Ve'ein Tomei Medris. So, this is Machleik Zabai and Rav here. Abayi says that something that you don't typically put your weight on, you could put your weight on, and let's call it 50, 40% of the time he puts his weight on it. But that, it's not designed for weight bearing. It's designed... To fool people that they should think he is walking with a real leg. By the way, some of these legs today, you know, $70,000, $200,000, depends on computers, not computers. They're not, even a simple wooden prosthetic leg costs over $10,000, I was told. The ain't Tome Medris says Abayo, it could be Makabal Tumo, but it's not Medris. Medris is for something that's designed. To be weight-bearing, like a couch, like a bed, like a shoe, like we just had a shoe, but not a prosthetic leg that's actually jewelry. Hold on a second. Allie. Yes. Allie, I'm listening. A new guest on, a new member, Rabbi Yol Edelman. He just recently made Aliyah from America. Um, really? Shiva. Wow, I, I get very nervous from Rosh Hashivas. Wow, okay, Yishkoyach, Rabbi Yoel Eilman. Where do you live, Rabbi Yoel? Where does he live, do you know? I think he lives in Beit Shemesh. Really? But where? I think in Beit Shemesh. I'm trying to find him here, I don't see him. Okay. What, what screen is he on? 123 people, Baruch Hashem. Rabbi Waxman. Rabbi Waxman brought him. It's Rabbi Waxman's fault again. By the way, yesterday we had 120, 130 people on Zoom. And we had another 132 people on YouTube Live. So it's like 260 people live. It's unbelievable. I also see, I think I see my Chavrusa's Chavrusa. It's a tremendous chizuk to see him on here. I don't see him. I see that he, that he might be on here. Okay, big chizuk. All chashiv didn't give me a lot of chizuk. All right. And everybody's chashiv. Zok Tell this Rosh Hashiva that we don't wear masks. This is a one-time thing because the oil was a little down lately, so we had to, we had to be mechazik. It's not, it's, he's going to run away. Magachir Meshugana brings a mask to share. So Abayah says that since he doesn't put his weight on it, typically he could put his weight on it, but he, that's not what it's designed for. 
not Tomei Tumas Medrus. Rova Omar Af Tomei Medrus is not true. Since he once in a while puts his weight on it, it's considered something that's designed for weight bearing and Memele, it's Mikabal Tumas Medrus. Is it Mikabal Tumas Sheretz? Absolutely. Mikabal Tumas Mace? Yes, but not Medrus. How do I know this? This nan, agolishal cotton, tomato medrus. You know these, they have them still today. They have these little uh, uh, strollers that are meant to teach kids how to walk. Like a walker, looks like a stroller, a little baby one. Kid holds onto it and when he's learning to walk, he leans on it a little bit. He pushes it a little bit. You could put him inside it if you want. It's kind of small, kind of tight. It is Mikabal Tumas Medris. So what do we do? So you see that it's really meant to play with. It's not so much for weight bearing, but sometimes you do weight bearing on it. Sometimes not. It's not a hundred percent weight bearing. And it says Mafurish, that's Mikabal Tumas Medris. Says the Gemara. The wagon, the, the stroller, he leans on it. This amputee is not using it. He doesn't, he doesn't put his weight on it. If wants it, but it's, it's negligible. Over here, the, the, the stroller is designed to put your weight on it. How do I know my Allah? This one? Ellie, like this one? No, not that one. Not that one. That's a real cheer. That's a hundred percent Mikabal Tuma because the kid is sitting in it. I'm talking about the look, there's a Fisher Price one. By the way, it's a very good brand. I remember from 25 years ago. It doesn't flip when your kid puts its weight on it. Typically the the, the Israeli stuff made in China flips this way. The Fisher Price had a cool design where you could put all your weight on it, the kid could, and for some reason it doesn't flip backwards. It, it's four wheels and it has like a you hold on to it and you walk with it. Otherwise known, if you want to go to the other brands, the, the, the Chinese stuff, it looks like a stroller, just mini. A tiny stroller for little kids. They can hold on to it and walk with it. Anyway, it's a toy slash it, it, it holds the weight. Oh, here, he comes with a picture. Here. Fine. <laughs> Whatever, we get the idea. All right, but I'm going to have to try to print these things out so you don't have to do it. Listen to halacha. An old man, a rebel, let's say, goes around with a stick with a golden top, the whole thing. What is that? Why is he walking with that? So the halacha is, it's not mekabal tumah. It's a pshuti It's a solid piece of wood. It doesn't have a base kibble. But why? Is it, is it supporting him or not supporting him? It's not mekabal tumah. So what's Rav going to do with this? Now, very interesting. We know that Pshute Kli 8 are not Mikabal Tuma. So, what, so in other words, a, a, a straight piece of wood, not Mikabal Tuma. What about Tumas Medrus? Could a plain piece of wood be Mikabal Tumas Medrus? Says Rashi, absolutely. It's a big chiddush. In, in the halachas of Tuma, if you look at the last line of Rashi, then Don't say because it's a simple piece and doesn't have this stick doesn't have a base kibble. The concept of a simple piece of wood is only in the tumma of touching 
in the tomb of oil, but not in the tomb of Medrus. Okay, you saw it in tomb. Virava hasam letarutzi sugi avida. Says Rava, over there the stick, the cane is made to walk straight, to make your steps straight, to straighten up your back so you walk straight. But it's not to put your weight on it, and therefore it's not makabel tumah. But over here it is made to carry your weight, and and he's on it, and therefore it's makabel tumah. Says the Gemara. Now going back to where was it? This guy right over here. These little covers that cover his feet, little shoes for his stump. You could go into the Azor with it. It's not considered a shoe. What are you talking about? How can you go into the Azor if, if it works for Chalitza? It means it's a shoe. You have to actually read it. You cannot go in. It's considered a shoe. Lukat min Remember that nut that came in with a with a with the mask. My lukat min omer bavo chamora da kofa. I'm not sure that this yoni picture is accurate. I mean, last time I said it wasn't accurate. I got five emails that it was accurate. So a guy dresses up as a donkey. I think it's more like. I don't know if you've seen, they have these now. It looks like Trump, you're riding on top of Trump. You know what I'm talking about? Like Trump, his head is over here, below, and looks, it looks like you're on top of him. It looks like you're riding another human being, but really it's just a, it's part of your costume. I think that's more like it. And the point is that you're not riding a donkey. It's fake. So Mimela, there's no tumor here. Ravo bar Papa Omar Kshire, stilts. So if it stilts, what's the problem? Why, why is it not Mikabal Tuma? So Rashi over here says that he doesn't really understand. What's, why not? Where's this Rashi? The Kashili, all the way on top, three lines from the top. You're right that you if you touch it, it's not Mikabal Tuma. Why is it not Tumas Medrus? Okay, he doesn't understand. And finally, uh, I like his chat the most. We're talking about a real mask. Yes, that's, that's it. Thank you, thank you. Trump on the guy. Yes, Yishkoyach. Should I flip this around? Okay, no. Okay, we don't have time. Says the Mishnah, the boys could go out with something called Kshorim, we're going to see some sort of plant, and uh, what do you call them? Um, no, Prince Harry, you know, the Chashev people, they go out with the bells. The Chaladam, anybody could go out with bells. Which normal person goes out with bells? Only B'nai Melachim. My Kshorim, what's this Kshorim? We're going through Agadat now. Says the Gemara, Omer of Ado. Mori, Omarav Nachman, Bar Baruch, Omarav Vashi, Barav, and Omarav Yehuda. Bottom line is, Rav Yehuda said, Kishurei Pua, it's a type of plant called in English a matter. Omarav Baya, Omri For some reason, I lost my Barilan, but I'm going to guess that Omri Li'eim, Abaya was a Yasam, right? He didn't grow up with a mother. Asher Becha Yerucham Yasam. He grew up by Rabba. So Rabba's wife was his mother. And Abaye quotes her, I don't know, 30 times in Shaz. I'm going to guess, 30 times in Shaz. Amr Liyem, 
My mom told me, meaning the woman who brought me up. And when he, when he quotes her, he's not just saying over Baba Maisa. This is serious stuff. We have to take it with seriousness. If you put three of these flowers on, it's going to keep the disease as is. If you put five, it gets rid of it. And if you have seven, it gets rid of witchcraft. You have to make sure that simple pshat would be the flower itself, the matter, never saw the sun or the moon. Mitra didn't see rain. Kol Barzal didn't hear any sound of metal. Kol Tanegoyla and the sound of a chicken. Kol Nigri and footsteps. You just took this medicine, this healing device, and you threw it into a pit. How is it possible that a flower doesn't see sun, moon, doesn't hear anything? Impossible. And why are we talking about boys? This should work for girls. Even for older people. Elo, Mike Shorim, Kiha, the Omar Abovim, Barabuno, Maraguria, Ben Sheshli Gagun Alovim. A son that is homesick. And he's scared, the father's scared, he's going to be homesick, he's sending him to camp. He takes the shoelace from the strap, from the right shoe. And he puts it on his left hand. Just like you take the tefillin with the right hand and you strap it on your left, you take your own, the father's strap, and you put it on your son's left hand. And by that, he'll remember his father, whatever it is, it's his gula. If you remove the left strap and put it on his right hand, it could be dangerous. An amazing Rashi here. Says Rashi, he can't say goodbye to him, like those people in the airport, they can't This is not by girls. A father doesn't love his daughters that much. Maybe I don't know. You ever heard of daddy's girl? I don't know. By me, it's not like that. I don't know about anybody else. Says the Gemara, I can't wait until my sons get out of here. My daughter, ooh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I hope they're not up now. Now we're going through a whole bunch of different, uh, how do you call them? These are, um, these healers, you know, they do this kind of stuff. If you take a hot cup, Empty. Atibure, and you put it on the navel, Bishapsa, Shaperdomi. There's two issues here. Shrika Samanim, you can never do something to heal on Shabbos. And also, Uvdudachal. They say it's not a problem because, first of all, you never use this. You never grind anything here. And it's more of an, a manipulation of the innards more than using the outside cup. And the, the point of Uvdudachal, that you're doing something that you typically do in the weekday is not a problem because the person has so much pain, you'll have to do it if the person is in pain. And oven says, A person is drunk, you take oil and salt, and you rub it on his hands and feet. And that's also not considered healing because being drunk is not a disease. Getting drunk every day and every week or whatever is a disease. Yeah, being an alcoholic maybe. But drinking and getting drunk at one time is not a disease. When they get drunk, 
They put on the back of their hands, on the, on the bottom of the feet. But you have to say a lachash. You have to say something. And you say, just like this ointment is thinning out, so too his drunkenness should uh, wear out. How many times do you say it? Now, I'm not sure. But later on the Gemara says that if the Gemara doesn't tell you how many times, automatically, 41 times. And if you don't have salt, you take some clay from a barrel, and you put it in water. Just like it's thinning out this, this clay, he should wear out his drunkenness. Incredible. People were nuts. They used to hang themselves, literally choke themselves out. Why? Because the vertebrae was uh, misplaced or something. They would hang themselves and that, I guess they do that also today. If you do it in the right way, you could pick your spine up or whatever. It goes into place. I, healing, he's in a lot of pain. Vomar asked, where is he? Rabbi Rubenstein, ask him. He had a, an issue like that. He was wearing his, his neck brace for, for months. To wrap a baby, to straighten out his bones, he came out all crooked, you're allowed to do that on Shabbos, Shabbat dummy. Again, because it's necessary. Rav Papa Masni Bonim, Rav Papa said two halachas about boys. Rav Zvid Masni Ben. Rav Papa Masni Bonim, the two halachas, one that he was homesick and one that he had to wrap his bones. And they both came from the name of Avim Baruno. Rav Zvid Masni Ben. Rav Zid only said the halacha of the homesick boy, you wrap his hand with a strap. That was said by Yovim Baruna. And the second one was This halacha, they let her wrap a baby. One more time, the mother said something. So Rabbi said, this is the Yisoyed of all of Shas, and that's why we daven a Mishaberach. So you can remember, when you say a Mishaberach for a Chayla, you always use the mother's name. Where does it come from? Amrliyeim, Shabbos Daf Samach Vavim the base. Why we use the father's name? It's not clear. There's a flaw, but I don't know of a good source for it. Now, why do we say, the, there's an interesting Zayar, that the Zayar says that when you daven, make sure that what you say is 100% right. Because here's the problem. David HaMelech says, Who is David HaMelech's father? One of the four people that only died because of the, the Nachash. In other words, his father Yishai was the purest of the pure. So why doesn't David HaMelech mention his father? Ani... Ben Yishai, why am Osecha? Why my mother? So the Zoyer says on that because David Amelech wasn't 100% sure that that's his father. You can only be sure that that's your mother. Your mother is 100% certain. When you're talking to Akash Baruch you have to be 100% sure. He's only 99% sure about his father. Therefore, he didn't mention it. Unbelievable Zoyer. Says the Gemara, You should always use your mother's name. And all tying, like you tie the homesick band on the left hand. My mother said, Anytime it tells you how many times to say something, you do it. And if it's not Mefurish, you say it 41 times. A woman, in order not to 
miscarriage, you take a stone that had inside another stone, says Rashi, it's like the clapper bell. You could shake it and hear it. That's how the stone was created. I don't know where you find something like that. Let's say this stone weighs 16 ounces, a pound, okay, 16 ounces. You find another stone that weighs exactly the same amount and then it would have the same effect on a woman. It's not necessary that she already miscarried. You're concerned she will. She's not even pregnant. Like we had in the other sugya. This is a woman that comes from a family of people that have history with miscarriages. So she's concerned she's allowed to wear this. It has to be the exact same weight, not 16.1 ounces, but 16.00. What if I took my Evan Takuma that has a clapper bell inside? I found another stone that's 16 ounces. Now I'm taking a third stone and I want to make 16 ounces. What's the halacha? Teku. I don't know. One more line here. If a person has fever, that it's only one day old, take a brand new coin, a white one, go to a place where they dry out the salt, they take water, and it evaporates, and the salt is left there. Whatever that weighs, that, 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 that coin, and you should tie it, the beitzaver on his neck, with a strand of hair. And if you don't have this, listen to this one. You should stay, sit by a fork in the road. When he sees a, a, a nice ant, the dori midi that's carrying something, an ant. A-N-T. Put, throw him into a copper tube. And close up the tube with lead. Sixty-six zero seals. He should carry it and shake it up. My disease should go to you, and your disease goes to me. And listen to this, I couldn't believe this. What if somebody else already did this trick on this one ant out of a hundred billion ants that are in this neighborhood, and you picked that one up, and now you said, give me your disease, but he already has cancer in him. No, my disease, your disease, you keep. It's late. But okay, and if not, take a brand new vessel made out of earthenware. You should tell the river. River, river. Give me, lend me some water. For the disease that I have. You should go like this, seven times, like Kaparis. And then throw backwards. Say, river, river. Take the water back. Because the disease I have, it should disappear. Rabbi I have a wonderful... Where else do we learn about this gushpanka? You put something in a seal. You remember? If you want to see shadim, you take the dirt from your feet, you throw it into the pipe. Noam, Tehillim, please.
Shut off YouTube now. <laughs>